everybody. Welcome to Two Non-Doctors. I'm Liz Mealy. I'm Maria Shahada. We are stand-up comedians. Stand-up comedians that are currently jobless because of the coronavirus. We're finally going to be the doctors our mothers wanted us to be. Is there anything that we don't know? A lot, actually. We have a lot of questions. Uh, we have a lot of answers. All of them wrong. But we do have access to... Google. And a vet. Oh yeah, my mom's a vet. She knows some stuff. We have to do this So again. every once in a while, we're going to invite her on. No, we don't. We're going to actually use this. <laughs> welcome to Two Non-Doctors. Hi, welcome to Two Non-Doctors. I'm Liz Mealy. I'm Maria Shada. <laughs> yeah, you're right there. Can I try that again? I'm Maria Shahada. <laughs> Are you struggling with your own name? Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm Maria Shahada. I'm Maria Shahada. I can't say my name. I you can. I think you're more in your head. Has it been what 24 hours of Invisalign? Yeah. I don't like it. Of course you don't like it. It's not pleasurable. Okay. Well. It's braces. I didn't think it would be so miserable. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, that's ins- insane to me. That's absolutely <laughs> insane to me. <laughs> like, I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> I didn't think this expensive correctable thing that moves my bones in my mouth was going to be so unpleasant. That's not the so unpleasant also- part. I don't even care. Like, okay. Oh. Yeah, my teeth hurt so much. I have to chew like on my back teeth. And yes, I have a lisp until I get used to these. What I hate is like, I just can't do, I'm the freedom to just eat something is gone. Like I have to, it's a whole thought taking them out and cleaning them and making sure they're dry before I put them back in. And I can't just vape. I like just sitting around vaping, watching TV. I can't do that. (laughs) Maybe this will help you quit vaping. Um, yeah, that's, that was the, that was the goal. But like, you know how, like when you're addicted to something and then something makes you stop, how unhappy that makes you. <laughs> I do very much so <laughs> how, how unhappy that makes. And also it's the lack, because you're in physical discomfort, the last thing you need is another physical discomfort. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's, it's like, yeah, maybe in time I would like to quit vaping, but this is not the time when you're like, literally can feel your teeth like that. And it's feeling your teeth or teeth pain is like one of those, like everybody talks about it, but until you experience it, you're like, this is horrible. Is nobody talking about this? This is terrible. Yeah. I don't even really mind the, the I kind of like the pain of it moving into place. I'm like, it's making my teeth move. But I, I mean, I don't like um, not being able to eat like that hurts. <laughs> it's the most maria thing you've ever said it hurts to eat but like and i don't like that fucking button here she told me they would be out of sight i was like what's that and she was like well it's supposed to help. i'm like you should have been honest i can't just go around with like shit like on my teeth you know what i mean i can't i can't speak i can't do this i can't do this i'm not doing it you, yeah you can do it it's also you're, you're adjusting. Everything is an adjustment period. I think within a week and a half, all of these feelings will go away. Okay. It's just, everything about it is just aggressive. How many new things happen to your body? Like, do you know what I mean? Like 
if you hurt your back, it's like, it's, it's at the forefront of your mind. And now you're just like, all you can think is about, remember when my back didn't hurt? Or like when you have a cold and your nose is a faucet and you're just like, I'm never going to, I'm never going to take for granted the fact that I used to be able to breathe. Like, I'm just, I'm going to be a new person. I'm going to smile more. Like, I just feel like whenever a comfort gets taken away or whenever something is like different, we, we freak out. I feel like with, with comforts, like if it does get taken away, there's like, and like, you know what to do about it. I, I don't know. Or there, there's these things you can do about it or like you can search like, this is just my life for the next three months. And I, I don't feel like my tongue will get used to it. Like, I, I feel like I'm just going to have a lisp forever. Like, don't, don't you feel like that would be on the message boards of every Invisalign? Like, Hey guys, they lied about this lisp thing. <laughs> It's, it's been 24 hours. I promise you it gets better. I had it for nine months. Did you? Well, I did. Nine months. Did it. I used it, had a month and I was diligent. Like I had a friend that she got it and she's like, I hate this. And she just kind of was like frivolous about it. I was like, dude, it's so expensive for you not to be wearing it. That's, that's like, exactly it. Like, I can't just like be like, well, fuck it. You know, I'm like, that's a lot of money. No, um, no, no, no. It's like, you're supposed to wear it for like 22 hours a day. So it's like, if I would take it off for stand up that would be, you know, it'd be, it'd be too much time. So I was really diligent about it. And so, yeah, I think I was super uncomfortable the first week, but then eventually just get used to it. And then it's just that it's like the mixture of, um, it's the habits, like you said, like taking it out for, um, going out to eat or about to eat. And then what you have to do afterwards. Like I, I get annoyed that I have to wash my face at night. It took me 15 years to build up the habit of washing my face at night, which is insane. So it's just like to add this new cleanliness habit on top of the already brushing your teeth and washing your face. I'm just like, you're almost like yeah. angry at the world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but did you have a lisp? Yeah. For like two days. Okay. It'll go away. Your, okay. your tongue is just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Yeah. I know you're freaking out, but it'll be okay. I am in prison. <laughs> I feel, you know what I'm I feel, like, it. I feel yeah. like I have like a guest over who I didn't, like I thought I wanted to come over, but then they were like, we're staying three months. And then I feel like I have to be on my best behavior. Like, yeah, I always eat only three times a day at various times. <laughs> yes, I do brush and floss after every meal. <laughs> perfect example I'm so sorry you have to be on your best behavior and be the person you were never going to be <laughs> oh yeah of course I do my dishes right after I eat like everyone does I wasn't walking away no yeah I get it I'm sorry muffin that's all right I did but it to myself you did it to yourself um I think it always helps when you pay money because then you know you're definitely going to do it because you're just like Jesus Christ I paid for this and then also I genuinely am so so much happier doing it like I'm glad I did Invisalign it was one of the best things I did for myself because I I I genuinely was unhappy before and I genuinely liked the results afterwards and I was like oh this is what invest this is what an investment is I invested in my mouth did you hate your smile that much Huh? Did you hate your smile that much? I had a really bad overbite. And I it remember. just, I, 
and, and you know me, when I laugh, I mean, everybody on this podcast, if they watch it, when I laugh, I'm, I, my whole head goes back. Like it's my whole mouth. Like I just have this like Julia Roberts mouth. And then I just have this like fucking Danny DeVito laugh. I just, I'm just this gregarious, crazy person. And I just feel like I, there's always pictures of me laughing, which is charming if you think about it, but I would see these pictures and I'd be like, is what is that? And I know what it was. I had braces when I was a kid and I didn't wear my retainer because I had braces for so fucking long that I was like, fuck this thing. I was like, I don't want <laughs> like and it's funny if I would have just even just worn them at night, it would have made a difference. But I was 15. Also what I learned like in my twenties and my mom learned this too, is that like almost every dentist keeps you in braces way longer than you need to be in braces. And I feel like I was one of those people I had them for like three years. So it was just like, what the fuck? Like, that was like my whole childhood, my whole childhood. I had fucking metal on my face. Like I was so, I got it. I got my, my braces off a week after picture day, sophomore year. And I was so mad that I had to have two pictures in the yearbook with braces on. But like, I had like a whole, like I got my braces off party. I was, I hated them so much. So I think the fact that I hated them so much and then I still fucked my face. Like it was just one of these things that like, as an adult, I was like, I'm going to do this. I now know the value of it. You know, as an adult, I wish I wore my retainer, but I didn't. And so then I like did this thing and then I was happier, but like, it was a very like conscious, like, this is what I don't like. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take it seriously, no matter what. Okay. Um, yeah, cool. Well, I'm just going to deal with it. I've done it. Yeah. So here we are, yeah. but I'm just adjusting and I can't like, as soon as I say my name, I'm Maria Shahada. <laughs> just can't like, fuck this. Fuck. <laughs> it's just for a little, I promise you will not have a lisp for three Well, I'm months. so glad we recorded on day two of like, oh. <laughs> um, you want to get into announcements? Yes. <laughs> Do you want to announce everything? Um, uh, thank you to all our Patreons, everybody that uh, um, contributes and, and helps us out. We are super grateful. If you don't know, um, you can get weekly bonuses. You can get monthly bonuses. You can get stickers. You can control our Googles. You can become a Google guest. There are so many lovely benefits to uh, being a Patreon. And you can do that at patreon.com slash two non-doctors, the full word doctors. Yeah. And if you have time and you're feeling kind, please leave us a rate and review. Um, <laughs> you can um, do that on Apple podcasts and it helps us out a lot. We feel great. We share it on our socials and um, you know, I think Spotify, you can do a rating too, but like, yeah, thanks for, for everyone who left reviews uh, so far. A lot of S's in your speech. I didn't realize it. Started talking. You know what? <laughs> I, I stopped no because I stopped and I was like can she hear that and then I was like you know what a bit she'll say you're hearing it more than everyone else is but no no you're hearing it <laughs> no, 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 that it was just me realizing how many you're like Spotify socials like I was just like oh this is I get I get how this could be frustrating okay um do 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 okay um live dates uh oh this is our hundredth episode we didn't do like a we do 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 hundredth episode. Hundredth episode. We uh, did you think we would get to that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I never had any. Oh. I okay. need to see you. 
<laughs> and if I have to make you into some kind of financial bind, I will. <laughs> I think that's like I've married you financially. Um, you are obliged to speak to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was all part of the plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I have a slight question about the podcast tomorrow. Also, do you have an hour to talk? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, this is our hundredth episode. I'm very excited. Um, I'm sh- sh- when does this come out? Hundredth episode comes out. Oh, at a point in the future. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to Europe. Um, I will be in Utrecht, Antwerp, um, Prague, Vienna, Berlin, and London. And then I have a bunch of dates when I get back. I'm in Syracuse. My big announcement is I will be filming my new hour, April 3rd at New York Comedy Club. Um, Ticket link is, yeah, ticket link is now on my website. Please use the promo code GHOST because uh, it gets you uh, tickets for 22 bucks, but also um, that's how I get paid. I only get paid if you use that promo code and that's going to help pay for this taping. Um, So you can do all of that at lizmealy.com or newyorkcomedyclub.com. That's exciting, Muffin. I know I'm very excited. I just, I feel like this hour, I feel like it's a baby that I've held for nine months and I just want to like get it out of my body. Heard that like, shit. Give it up for adoption. Um, yeah, I am <laughs> very much ready to have people adopt this baby. <laughs> um, yeah, I still haven't put anything on my website. I promise I'll get around to it one day. Um, <laughs> I'm at Top Secret on 420. Also, I'm doing some festival in August. Oh, wait, no, I'm not allowed to announce that yet. Okay, cool. Yep, yep, yep. But you'll also be opening for me in London on March 13th. So you can see both of us. Yeah. And um, get your tickets. Yeah. Okay. Our fan mail is from David on YouTube about shaving. Um, he says, when we played in the scrum in rugby, uh, I bet David is English or something. <laughs> <laughs> we were told by the coach to grow stubble to rub against our opponent's face, which of course is perfectly acceptable gamemanship. Gamesmanship. Fuck off everyone. I think the Romans shaved with clamshells rather than plucked Pacific Islanders used to use mollusks. Okay, hang on. I think the Romans shaved with clamshells rather than plucked. Okay, because we were saying they plucked with the clamshells. Yeah. Pacific Islanders used to use mollusk shells. Is this a joke on me? Like making me read this one? (laughs) I just did not want to read. Mollusk shells as a kind of grater, i.e. the material takes a very fine edge. And I believe ancient peoples used olive oil to lubricate the blade over the skin. This was done by slave barbers in Roman times. So it signified wealth and high social status. Great show as always, guys. Oh, thank you. That's it's it. kind of would you really want somebody that you enslaved to have a blade next to your neck no like that I, is a, a level i always wonder why people trust barbers like with straight razors at all even if you don't yeah, have yeah. an adverse relationship <laughs> yeah that is i mean that's is that privilege is that like there's no way they're gonna murder me like i just that's crazy to me. Cause there's and no- also you make a mistake. Let's let's say you just even cut the guy accidentally because it's a sharp thing and we cut ourselves with them. Like, are you gonna die? Because like I would be like, hey, can I not be one of the shaver slaves? Because I don't that's like too much for me. Too much responsibility. I like I, can't- I have a lot of anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like yeah. that's 
like, nice, nice triceps, by the way. Just like, what? You, you can just see? quickly lift it and saw your triceps. Yeah, fucking great. Fucking yeah. I'm back at CrossFit. Thank you for noticing. You're welcome. I'm lifting, I'm lifting nothing so. like a good, good, like tricep shape, tricep shape. Why am I doing this to myself? <laughs> um, thank you so much. Um, it's also always really cold in my apartment. And it's the first day that I'm like, oh, I'm not free. It must be warmer outside because I'm like not freezing in my own place. Um, yeah. No, I liked our shaving episode just because I was just like, I don't know. I don't you feel like because of like Dollar Shave Club, it sparked this like everybody started talking about like shaving and like new like it went from like you either got like Gillette or whatever the other brand was. And that's just what it was. And I always um, I always had um, what do you call it? Um, I always use male shavers because they had more um, at the time. This is like in high school. They had more blades or whatever. And I just thought it did a better job. And also before I even learned about the pink tax and the fact that they give um, women, they make women pay more for the same pretty much the same stuff just because it's targeted to women. I just always, the guy stuff just seemed more efficient, but then dollar shave club, let's say it came out like 10 years ago. Now there's like all these different brands of like razors and how you should shave and da, 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 da. And it just, I don't know. It just felt like something that became the forefront of my mind. I always used a, I always use men's razors. I don't, I think I feel, I always felt like they were better. Yeah. I've always felt like they were better and technically they're cheaper and I don't know, for whatever reason, this little space on their face was more important than our entire legs. And I don't know that that's what was going on. I mean, I think that they probably had thicker hair that they <laughs> that demanded more of a like a tougher razor <laughs> yeah. or they were just more important. Also, like more and more, you just learn everything is first and like everything is for men, like from like just like safety precaution, like we're even going to learn in this episode that like even the symptoms for um, uh, heart disease in women look completely different from men. But mo- I didn't know any of that stuff. Like none of the like it just it just kind of makes you crazy where like people are like, well, it works for men. And then they just forget about women. And so I think more and more things are being geared more towards women. But it's a little bullshit that we have to pay more for something that is technically the same or is just like this slight adjustment and then they're like that's ten dollars more and you're like really you add one blade and it's ten dollars more like that's insane yeah 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 um that's funny because i yeah i learned something about this episode too that i'm like oh that's that's interesting but we'll get there later yeah well i feel like i should be doing like a a, like a cha-cha-cha between (laughs) (laughs) this shirt it was supposed to be like a 1960s hippie shirt but i feel like i i um I'm waiting to tango. Yeah, I, between your bright red earrings and the fact that you only see the frills, you have you have very Latina vibes. And then I watched Encanto last night, which What's is um, it's um, the new Disney movie, but it's like I don't know where it's placed, but it's very let you know Latina Latino. And I just like I went and I still had the music in my head. I'm not even a music person, but the music, some of the songs are pretty catchy. So I like woke up singing the song, and then I saw you, and I was just like Encanto. <laughs> <laughs> um ooh, we should have like a movie club for season three like we can we can do that as a as a section like like what we saw recently Ooh, i'd like that especially because we love ripping apart a movie <laughs> oh yeah definitely i saw the cutest movie um called shirley valentine and it's from 1989 it's a british movie about a woman who basically is like 
taken for granted by her husband and she runs off to Greece and then wants to move there. And But it's just, it's like such a basic plot, but it's so cute. I love it. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my um, God. Should we, should, oh, thank you, David. Should we get into Googles? Thanks, David. We, we got real off topic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Googles, yes. I don't know why I feel like we're going to get yelled at when nothing matters, but I still get like, oh no. Um, no, we're the bosses, right? Can I go first? We don't have some producer being like, come yeah, on, move along. <laughs> Ladies, <Good>. focus. <laughs> You're in fan mail. Um, do my googly first. Yeah, please go for it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Mine is, is gelatin good for you? So I have been off sugar and gluten, like processed sugar. I still have fruit and stuff. I've been off that for think a week and a half, maybe two weeks. Um, and my thing is, is that like, I went off sugar for like two and a half weeks in the fall and I wanted to go back off it. I wasn't feeling good. And my whole thing is like, it's good to eliminate shitty things, but I always like, I remember the best thing you can do for yourself is add better things. So I started taking more vitamins, but then also what I used to do years ago, which was like probably my best habit. And I wish I didn't get out of it was making bone broth. So I remade bone broth and I've been having bone broth twice a day and that's just good for your gut health and good for your skin and blah, blah, blah. But, um, I took out my old paleo book to learn, to remember how to make the bone broth. And right under it was a recipe for gelatin. And basically they said, if you want to get the benefits of gut health, but have it be like a little like funner and like less, you know, savory, maybe you can do gelatin. Um, and I was like, oh, I should just try that. And I don't think I realized what the fuck gelatin was. So it's like, you know what I mean? You're just like, I don't know, it's jello. Cosby was always pushing it on you. It tastes really sweet. They give it to you in hospitals, but like, like there's like good for you. Like gelatin is like really good for you. So it's like gelatin is a rich protein and it has a, has a unique amino acid profile that gives them many potential health benefits. There's evidence that gelatin may reduce joint and bone pain, um, increase brain function, help reduce signs of skin aging. And then everything I've read over the years is that it's just, it's good for your gut health. Like it's, it's really good for like, if you have leaky gut or just like gut issues. And as somebody that's like, whenever I eat shitty, that's the first thing that really gets affected. I'm so I was like, okay. So they had this recipe for like tea infused gelatin. And it took a little bit of doing my own experiments. Um, my sister was here this weekend. So we made green tea like jello and it's really good. Oh, oh, interesting. Cause at first I'm like, ew. And I forgot we do eat gel- gelatin as jello, but green tea, did you flavor it with, sh- you're not doing sugar at all. I did a little bit of honey for this one. Okay. Cause I was going to say that'd be really bitter. Yeah, yeah. So I did, I did some honey. So I did, um, I did a couple green tea bags. I did like two tea tablespoons of honey. And then it's like, you know, so I've been eating, I've been eating jello at night. It's nice. I feel like an it old does lady. sound nice. Yeah. And it's green tea. It's like, it just makes me feel like everything I'm doing for my body. I'm just treating my body nice. And isn't that, isn't that, isn't that a nice feeling? Yeah. Like, actually it sounds very refreshing. It makes me want to drink water. Cause that's all I can do with this. In. And <laughs> that sounds great. Thank you. Thank you so um, much. That was my good I wish I was there. Yeah. Sorry. I'm just like a pillar of health now. So bring them with you. Yeah. Okay. 
my Google facetiously was, is vaping making me deaf? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Don't mean to laugh in your face. What? No, I love it when you laugh at my Googles because I just, (laughs) it makes me realize how fucking ridiculous and like how many like, like rabbit holes I go down and okay. So I don't know. I don't know how I initially started Googling it, but I had like ringing in my ears and I Googled like, is ringing in your ears like bad? Like what's going on or whatever. And somehow I got to the conclusion, I came to the conclusion smoking and nicotine actually causes tinnitus and hearing loss. And I was like, what? So I started va- like Googling whether or not vaping was causing me to lose my hearing. And yeah, um, there is, well, so with smoking, there's definite risks, right? And then with vaping, they're still doing the studies, but they think so too. Um, nicotine, regardless from where it comes from, of where it comes from, has known negative health impacts on your ears and blood supply. If you smoke, it can affect your hearing. The flavors of um, used for vaping are largely unregulated and unchecked, and some are linked to hearing loss because nicotine restricts b- blood flow. And so a substance called also found in, um, hang on, nicotine carries unique health risks. It's an addictive substance. We know that. It tightens your blood vessels, including the ones in your ears which restricts the blood flow oxygen to the inner ear, which leads to damage in the tiny hair cells in the cochlea and translate sound vibrations into electrical impulses for the brain. So when you're exposed to nicotine from these products, you can experience both the short-term and long-term harms of nicotine use. I can't believe it. Like it's like fucking with my hearing. This might be insensitive to say, but isn't that kind of great for you? Maybe you shouldn't hear as much. Um, I thought of that, but no, I would like to be able to hear. Okay, great. <laughs> Most great, great. things <laughs> I want to hear. There might be one or two things I don't, but for oh, overall. Oh, okay, sorry. Like sorry. some, like some sounds and. Understood. Stuff. Okay, great, great. Music great. is delightful. <laughs> oh, good. You. Thank you. <laughs> my cackle. Um, that's. I mean, that blows my mind. But as soon as you started talking about the hairs in your ear, I do. That's one of the things I do remember about smoking is that it it um it kills important hairs or something like yeah but I always thought that was on the lung but it's also in your ears but yeah I mean yeah so nicotine can affect like cause hearing loss do they, and that was crazy to me to learn do they I've never heard that ever and I feel like that should be talked about more like I get black lung is also not fun but like that's just like inside your body who even gets to see that um So I guess my question is like, A, how long do you have to be smoking for that to start affecting? And then how long does it go from short-term effect where it could be reversible to like long-term? Like that is fucking scary. And then, um, I mean, again, I know this isn't the time to quit vaping as you are uncomfortable, but it gives you some motivation, I would think. Yeah, it's so funny because... I don't know if like you've ever, I don't think you've, you've never tried to quit smoking or, or you did, but you I weren't smoked. really addicted. Yeah. I was like a teenager um, and I did it for a couple of these years. sorts of like scare tactics. Like you get scared and like, it might make you put out the cigarette you're smoking, <laughs> but as soon as you need one again, you go for it. So like, I didn't feel like vaping for like five minutes after I read that. And then I just felt like vaping again. Yeah, no, I get that. And I, I, I mean, we've done a whole, we've done episodes on like motivation and, and like, harm reduction and pleasure like you know what I mean like those are the two things that kind of motivate you is which is like I don't want to feel pain I would love to feel pleasure but it's like 
it becomes so painful that you're like to not smoke to you're just like yeah yeah we'll deal with this later or as you would say this is a future maria problem <laughs> well my future maria has is is right around that corner yeah, yeah she's <laughs> she's peeking yeah she's, she's like, like you hi i'm you your doing? roommate <laughs> 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 it's my concern. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm in line for the bathroom. I'm right here. Like, <laughs> um, oh, dude. Oh. Yeah. And it says um, there's lots of studies. I'm just gonna real quick just say one study observed that smokers were 60 percent more likely to develop a high frequency hearing loss when compared with people who didn't smoke. Isn't that crazy? That's fucking nuts. I've never heard that. They don't ever talk about what the same is true for caffeine salt sugar and alcohol intake intake um wait that's the basic food groups hang on there are others who say that at first the nicotine withdrawal itself makes the tinnitus more noticeable the same is true with caffeine salt sugar and alcohol intake some people are okay with it and others find that cutting it out is the only way to get tinnitus relief no i thought i was getting somewhere with that fuck it uh but yeah but that's that's it that's the uh google that was a horrendous and awful google and i'm sorry you went through that Thank you. <laughs> it was like, of all the things they warn you about with smoking, they never say, by the way, you might lose your hearing. Yeah. I've literally never heard that. Yeah. Mm. You should quit smoking. Let's get personal. I have quit smoking. I just vape now. You should quit vaping. Thanks. Let's get personal. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's the most expensive thing you've ever broken? like a car <laughs> yeah that's the first thing i was just like car many times over and over again <laughs> yeah, it's so expensive um computers um oh yeah I, I drop water on my computer but isn't it crazy that like in my life i'm like i'd probably say the most expensive thing i own like if you asked me to be like the most expensive thing i own is my computer and then i'm like oh no it's definitely my car and it's like huge huge di- price difference too like it's not even like oh that one's five thousand and this one's at that like it's a huge price difference yeah um but i don't consider my car is important to me and the only time that i remember that is you know when you park your car and you go to look for it and you think you can't find it and then you're like oh no i lost my car like it got towed or somebody stole like that like brief moment when you're like looking for your car and you're like Oh no, I fucked up. Like, or like yes. the worst thing I could have. That's when I start to remember that it has value. But for the most part, I swear to God, I, I kick it off like a sweatshirt and like leave it on the ground half the time. Like could not care about this thing. It's a thing that gets me from point A to point B. Yeah, it's really, <laughs> but like, because so much isn't your fault anyway. I like with cars. Okay. Some of it was my fault, but like I also lived in LA and a lot of it was other people's faults. Like, I remember I was driving in Pasadena. I was driving to the ice house. I was with, I was with my ex and he'd never been to LA before. And some crazy motherfucker as I was coming out of this like park type road. And I was just gaining speed to get onto the highway flew by me and took off my side view mirror. And then he was like, Oh my fucking God, like what the fuck? And I was like, happens all the time. And then he like looks over my other side view mirror is already gone. And this is now a death trap going 60 miles an hour. (laughs) I really think I got a flat tire on the way back from that show, but yeah. Dude, I drove that car, maybe that car or the other car. I drove one of your cars where it didn't have a mirror. And I was like, oh, these are very important. 
Like you don't realize how important those mirrors are until you do not have them. I was like, oh, this is, I am handicapped. This is dangerous. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, Yeah. I had my, when my car got totaled, it, it wasn't my fault. Like it was, it was five in the morning. I was getting ready to drive 13 hours to a gig. I left at 3 a.m. And I was on the Pennsylvania Turnpike and it it was a hit and run. And they were probably a drunk driver because keep in mind, I'm on the Pennsylvania Turnpike. Nobody else is on the road. It's 5 a.m. And I'm in the middle lane. And just because I hate being on the left and this guy or girl, whoever, um, rammed into me and totaled my entire car. It was like, it was, I I didn't even know what was happening. I was like, how am I being hit? Nobody's on the road. And so my car gets totaled. Um, I call my dad, I think the police come and then, um, somebody saw, I forget like the police report. Like I followed up with them. Somebody said they saw the person and they said they like turned into the middle lane and just like, they must've like, they, the only explanation is this person was high or drunk. Cause it just didn't make sense. But like, this is the first time that like, when they told me my car was totaled, I was like, but it's still, it's the whole back is gone, but you, we can't fix it it you guys don't fix it like it was one of those things that I just I didn't like the definition of totaled I thought would be like it's in a heap of fire but I didn't think like you just at some point you don't fix the car like oh yeah the, it's, the repairs cost more than the car is even worth and yeah I, I that's the first time I realized I was like oh I was like you can't get like a whole and like a whole bump like the whole back of a car you don't just glue it on like that's what happened to the Camry they totaled it when I was like come on that's not totaled that's just like, yeah. it's just the hood just by my face. Yeah. yeah. I was like, it still has a steering wheel and two wheels. What do you mean? It's not, totaled. Yeah. It's not on fire. <laughs> like that was like the most, I was like, I don't understand totaled in my mind is it's completely yeah. gone. But yeah. Like I could still drag it. Like I could still drive and drag the back of my car. Right. That is also I uh, accidental lesson I learned. So I've always done this. I've always put my suitcase in like the trunk. And then I always put my backpack either in the passenger side or in the back seat. I don't know why I've always done that, but I think it's because like my water is somewhere there or like my sunglasses, like something that I would want reachable. Um, I've never put like my computer in the back of the car. If my computer would have been in the back of the car, I would not have had a computer. And that would have been more devastating than losing my car. Yeah. It's like just my computer being smashed into smithereens. So it's a thing I always didn't do. And now I absolutely don't do it. And now like if my, I pick up my sister from the airport, I'm like, your computer goes here. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> no, I just, it was, it was such a wake up call. Yeah. I think that's it. Like totaling a car. I'm sure. I've set some stuff on fire. What? I'm <laughs> sure I've set some stuff on fire. How do you accidentally set really expensive stuff on fire? I don't know. A house. What? What? Um, I don't know. Just like when we were like drunk teenagers, we did crazy shit. Did you ever, I, just, I think I've talked about this before. Did you ever spray the, the door with hairspray and then light that on fire? No. Did don't you do, do it that? guys. Don't do it. We did do it. <laughs> we're fine. We're here, but I don't recommend it. I don't think. Yeah. No, it. It, sounds, <laughs> I think it sounds scary as shit. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. I think it's yeah. Fire. There was no like any like family heirloom that I was like oh I just dropped it down the toilet you know like that kind of thing nothing like that's happened we just don't have anything like I get like a house you don't want to burn down a house um but like there's no like we don't have gems we don't have 
family, like there's nothing in my family. That poster, you know, that poster I have of like the muscle man holding tires, like that was like our family at this point, it's like our family heirloom. Like, and he, my dad just bought me another copy of it, but there's like, no, you don't walk into my parents' house and think like, maybe there's like a pan my dad bought from an infomercial that he really values, but there's nothing that has real value. I don't, we don't have anything like that either. In fact, like, I don't think I'm going to get any sort of thing passed down to me from like generations, you know what I mean? Like that's, and even if, if there was something like that in our family, it's not making it over to me. Like my dad just left everything in Egypt. He left it behind. And I was like, yeah, but didn't you have some stuff that you can go get? (laughs) Well, that's like, yeah, that's like the fact that like, I didn't see a picture of my mom younger than 23 until like maybe eight years ago. Like she just doesn't have anything. Like her mom died and her brother took everything. And so she doesn't have her mom's wedding ring. She doesn't have, she has literally not, she didn't even have pictures of herself. So it wasn't until I asked my other uncle that I was like, do you have like pictures? I don't even know what my grand, I didn't know what my grandparents looked like, let alone what my mother looked like. And it wasn't until then, but like now I have a picture of my mom. I think I showed it to you. She has a little cat eye. She was like 12 years old and she's so cute. Um, Yeah. I was like, she had cat eye glasses. How cute is that? I just recently saw a picture of my dad's dad and I'd never seen one before. And I was like, like, you know, he just sort of like over inspecting. You're just like, wow, that man is related to me. <laughs> like, yeah, total stranger. Yeah, it's it's insane. That dude has my face. That dude yeah. has my face. Like, it's so, it's, it's so, I don't know. I think that's where like anything is. Like, I just want those pictures. Like my, we found, like my, my uncle brought over my grandfather's purple heart and like military stuff, like things like, I always knew he was like a World War II vet and he had, been injured but like it's different to like see it yeah so but yeah there's no there's nothing valuable to break except for like human oh I'll give you one my sister's front teeth are fake and everybody holds me responsible um no Emily oh oh yeah yeah I was babysitting um I was probably 14 or 15 years old I was babysitting doing a shit job because I don't want to be there and I hear a thud And I hear screaming, like, like blood curdling, like screaming. And I run downstairs. And so my siblings were, this was like in July, they were playing in Halloween. Like they got all the Halloween outfits out and they're playing in Halloween. And so Emma was wearing like a witch dress and she tripped over Greg and a normal person puts their hands down. Emily didn't, she smashed her face and her two front teeth are shattered and she hands me like nine pieces of her two front teeth. And I had remembered that um, you should put your teeth in milk. So I put these teeth in milk and then I call my mom. I'll, I'll finish that in a second. I call my mom and I'm just like, and we lost your teeth, but it's okay to milk. <laughs> this is what's funny about it. I didn't realize it meant like if you got your tooth knocked out and it was a whole tooth that you could kind of preserve the... Um, nerves or whatever a little bit until they could put it back in but you can't put shattered teeth in glass and think you're gonna like put it back together (laughs) Uh, I think I was too old to think that was gonna work but I was like I mean I was like oh fuck on my watch and so my sister still blames me her two front teeth are fake and I'm still so funny that that she didn't blame a her b greg (laughs) see it's your fault I, I wasn't watching that. Even if I was watching them, I don't know. What is I going to put my body? Yeah. But I also Um, like that if it was your fault, how 
in the question of like, what's the most expensive thing you've broken? Not only did you break her two front teeth forever, you don't even think of it when you're asked <laughs> what's the most expensive thing you've broken. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My sister would be horrified. But yeah, I broke my sister. I broke my sister. So <laughs> I take it back. My sister. Um, topic? Yeah. Um, our topic this week is like heart health, but I think I did mostly on like cardiovascular disease or heart disease. Is that where most of your research led you to? Yeah, I got, I got real bored with this topic. I'll be honest. I know I picked it and I was like, oh, it'll be kind of like, and you know, like Valentine's day heart stuff. We did love last time. We'll do a heart yeah, yeah. this time, but oh my God, how that was, that was so boring. Yeah, and no, I, so it, many people me- die of it, but I still bored. It's, it's like one of the number, I think, oh fuck, is it like the number one killer? It basically said cardiovascular disease and disorders of the heart and blood vessels account for 860,000 deaths, which is one in three people. And that's from 2017. I was like, whoa. And it's like the leading cause of death um, worldwide. They say 17.9 million per year, which is insane. Yeah. You know, first of all, I, I do want to pat you on the back though, because February is heart health awareness month and you just accidentally picked that. So, yeah, but I bet people had the same sort of like, Oh, heart, February, love hearts, love. Yeah. Your heart uh, turning into mush, but still you should be proud of yourself. This was a thing that annoyed me like by doing some research. Cause I wanted to see what my heart age was. Oh, and, um, I put in my details and they told me my age was 44. Now that annoys me. And I was trying to figure out why. And it's because I'm overweight. Now that annoys me. And I was trying to figure out why. <laughs> it's because they calculated my BMI to be like 26%. But that's because my weight to height average is like, because I'm so short, like I'm just yeah. automatically, as soon as I weigh anything, I'm, I'm overweight. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the fact that you're not 14 years old, they're just like, no, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> And so, yeah, apparently I need to lose weight. No, but also, I don't know if you've done any research on the BMI, but the BMI again was invented by some dude that had like, it's all bullshit. No, I know. That's what, that's what I mean. That because I had done research and like, it's because it's based off of the different, like it's based off taller people. So like, you can't just, you can't just do that equation for someone who's 4'11 who weighs something and call me overweight. I'm not overweight (laughs) at all. Like I would have to weigh 106 pounds to be okay. You would look sickly. Yeah. 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 No, those things are bullshit. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's funny. I I think the thing I pulled away the most from this topic was how much I knew because I, I don't think we have heart, we might have heart disease in my family, but it feels like everybody has heart disease in their family. Um, um, My, so my best friend from high school, her dad has had four heart attacks. Um, he is unkillable. Like he's driven himself to the hospital twice while having a heart attack. Like he's had so many heart attacks that he, as soon as he, like, he feels a sign, he's like, oh, I'm having a heart attack. And he's already at the hospital. And he's like, Hey guys, having a heart attack. I'll just put myself in there. Like, like, like I'll just hook myself up. Like, um, I think he has a stint. I know that's the thing is like, I think every time you, you know, heart attack is one of those things that you're like, Hey, I had a heart attack and everybody's like, Oh my God. And then you just learn, like, I know what a stint is. I know like blood thinners, like I'm surprised for somebody that doesn't have maybe like, it's not like my dad or somebody like direct, like I know so much about how you fix 
heart attacks or what people do. Maybe it's also TV because I think it's like a big thing that they talk about on TV. Oh, I feel like every comedian's had a heart attack. Maybe that's what it is. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, like a lot of comedians do have heart attacks, but it's got to be lifestyle. It's like all the drinking and smoking that you do because you're out every single night. Oh, um, yeah. And like I remember a comedian like, at the cellar had a heart attack. But like my memory is him is like standing in that doorway smoking. He's always smoking. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, my dad's had two heart attacks. I didn't know that. Yeah. When did he have heart attacks? Actually, no, I knew. I think I knew about one of them because it was yeah. what in the last 10 years. Yeah. They both happen like, I don't know, I can't remember when the first one was, but the second one was probably like five years ago. Yeah, that one I remember. Yeah. Does he have a stint in his heart or is he on blood thinners? Um, yeah, I don't, I, I, he doesn't tell me what pills he's on, but I do think he has a stint in his heart. I remember them having to put a balloon. They call, I thought they called it a balloon. I don't know. You talked about some of the risk factors, uh, but I wanted to go through a few of them. I mean, I think what sucks about it is it's like, you might as well just say like everything that's fun. Um, yeah. Cause it's like, it's high blood pressure. Still don't know what that means. I kind of want to do maybe not an episode, that, but maybe like a Google. I think that means there's like cholesterol in the way in your arteries and your blood's trying to like squeeze its way through. And because of that, there's like a bottleneck of blood and all these blood cells are like trying to, trying to get through this artery. And <laughs> So they're like shoving past. It's like, you know, the tube at like 5 p.m. And <laughs> and uh, so it's high blood pressure because there's so much. You're right. We should look it up. I shouldn't. Yeah, yeah no, but I loved what was happening. I absolutely <laughs> loved it. Uh, I was like, oh, you should teach this even if you're wrong. It's great. Um, so entertaining. <laughs> um, high blood pressure, I high cholesterol. Like a five-year-old does. <laughs> Oh, I do too. Are you kidding me? I think any, all anybody learns from these episodes is what morons we are um, and how we couldn't make a successful career out of anything other than talking. Um, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, smoking, obesity, physical inactivity. And I don't know, it's just kind of, and then poor diet is one of them, but it just kind of like, it just bothers me. And then of course there's all these, like, if it runs in your family, if heart disease runs in your family, like, so what they tell you, I know this is kind of going out of order, but like what they tell you when you're either high risk and, or you've had a heart attack is that you have to do these lifestyle, lifestyle changes. So it's like low sodium. We were talking about it. Was it last episode where you're just like, when does sodium, when they tell you not to have sodium, when does that come into effect? And what is low sodium? Like, I don't think about my salt intake at all. No, me either. Oh, I, 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 I heard, I had a friend that his doctor su suggested low sodium. And I was just like, how much sodium are you having that it has to be? like, I get maybe if like, have you ever looked at like a Campbell's soup can? And it's like, is this just salt? Like, you're just like, I think this is a can of salt with some tomato. Yeah. Um, so I understand there are packaged goods that are like insane or like a lot of like microwavable meals. I remember as a kid was just like, it, that's just salt with like food coloring at this point. Um, but like, if you're eating, if I'm putting salt on my meal, like I'm making these meals and like every step they tell you to put salt on it. I'm like, am I, am I, is that too much sodium? Am I dying? What is, what is like, I don't know, but low sodium, right, low fat. Right, because that Maria peeking around the corner is going, is that more salt? Seriously? I'm like, fuck off yeah, Maria around the corner. <laughs> yeah, dude, what am I, what am I going to eat without salt? Um, low fat. So rich in fruit and vegetables, regular exercise, quit smoking. 
um, reduce alcohol consumption. And then there's meds and then of course surgery and stint and stints and all that stuff. But like, I don't know, there's a heart disease is probably one of the few ones that I feel like that's when the doctor comes in and says lifestyle change while all the other ones are like, just medication, medication will do everything. But I think heart disease is like the, one of the few ones where they're just like, it can't, it can't fix you not moving. Yeah. Like yeah. you, 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 you gotta move. And then of course we talked about in the marathon episode, how many athletes like right, like how many people like one of the big risks of marathons or uh, that's where half the heart attacks I've heard about is people during marathons or right before a marathon have a heart attack. So it's just like, it can't completely just be inactivity because there's very healthy athletic people that are having heart attacks. Sorry. That's so sad. It's like your inactivity is killing you. And they're like, all right, we better get up and move. <laughs> your moving is killing you. <laughs> Dude, I think that's the one thing with like any kind of heart disease where you're just like, it doesn't feel like it just feels like, I don't want to say inevitable, but it does feel like there's so many factors you have to keep on top of. I had an uncle who died at 57 and like pretty healthy guy, didn't smoke. Um, I don't think he drank that much. Uh, He was scuba diving when he died. And it's just like, it's just like, feels like one of those things that's like, when it's done, it's done. <laughs> like you don't get to, I don't know, like no what, matter did he have, what happened when he was scuba diving, did he have a heart attack? He had a heart attack, but he was basically healthy. 57 is really young to like, yeah. But then that's also like, is that just genetic? Is that like, it didn't matter that he kind of did everything right. Like it's in the, like you said, it's in the cards and you can't change it. Like that's, that's where it gets upsetting because there are tons. I think we see it in the news all the time. There are these people that are like, especially some of these people that get cancer that you're just like, wait, what? Like, yeah. But it's also weird because like my dad was afraid to turn 60. I remember this. So to steal a phrase from you, I remember this so clearly. Thank you. (laughs) I remember my dad being afraid to turn 60 because none of his siblings, like the male siblings had, had, um, made it past 60. Like they all died before they were 60 and they were all in Egypt and he was in America, but he's made it long past 60. But like, I mean, that was a real fear. And then I started getting afraid. I'm like, is my dad going to die just because none of his siblings lasted that long? So the, so the obviously like healthcare, so it does matter. So, so, so it isn't just genetics. If it were just genetics, I think he would have died years ago. Yeah. That's um, a really valid point. And like access to healthcare. I mean, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's just, you're right. This one like bummed, bummed me out. Like, oh, so I wanted to get to the part where they talked about, okay. So we all kind of know like clichely, like what it looks like to have a heart attack in our minds, which is that you have pain in your chest and, and like people talk about like a numbing, especially in like the left arm, I believe, but like numbing in the arms, tingling, but they actually say women have completely different, can often have completely different symptoms. And, and they said that, um, Women usually have anxiety, sleep disturbances, and unusual or um, unexpected fatigue, which first of all, I was like, am I having a heart attack? <laughs> like, I, was like, I was like, okay. Um, but they usually say they start to feel that way about a month before they're having a heart attack. Often, wow. it's, com- often it's confused as menopause. Um, and then they said in general, common heart disease symptoms in women are dizziness, paleness, shallow breathing or shortness of breath, lightheartedness, fainting, anxiety, nausea, vomiting, jaw pain, neck pain, indigestion, and cold sweats, which really does sound a lot like menopause. And you're just like, 
creep. Like, and I can see, especially, um, we should do an episode on just like how women just aren't paid attention to at the doctor, but like, I can see how a doctor just goes, oh yeah, you're older and you're going through menopause and just completely. Yeah. And I, until I read, I wouldn't have known like any of this, like, I wouldn't have thought anything of it if this is what I was experiencing. And I was in like, what, my fifties. Yeah. They don't ever teach you that. They just like teach you to look out for the, um, the numbing left arm. And then if you smell toast, that's bad also, Yeah, <laughs> but not for heart attacks. I think that's for stroke. Yeah. It's funny. Even like all the tests you can get like EKGs and, and, you know, stress tests and heart, like they're all this stuff. I was like, Oh, I know what these things are. Again. I don't know if it's cause I've watched medical shows or just like everybody I've known has had at least one heart attack. Yeah. I don't know what an EKG is, but an EKG is an electrocardiogram, electrocardiogram. There's also an echocardiogram. Um, and that's uh, as far as I got. They do that's fine. <laughs> that works. <laughs> like, I know what it is. I was like, what is it? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, your- These are the non-invasive. There are like invasive, t- like there's a shit ton of like non-invasive tests. I was also uh, kind of... Hi, I am non-Dr. Shahada. This is non-Dr. Mealy. We're going to be taking care of you today. I didn't know my TV was on. Um, <laughs> and uh, we're going to hook you up to this EKG here. <laughs> what, what are you hooking up to me to? Uh, well, it's, um, it's, it, it makes the beepy noises so that we, I'm sorry, the what? <laughs> <laughs> it makes the beepy noises so we know that your heart's beating rhythmically. <laughs> just get up and leave um it would be so funny because like have you ever been in an appointment like a doctor's appointment and they have like a resident like somebody that's going to become a doctor or somebody that's like a new doctor and they have them they're like hey are you okay if they're in the appointment and you're like sure whatever um but it'd be so funny to be like a non-resident like genuinely be like hey this is just my friend maria she just wants to be here to like understand it a little bit more Oh, she could become a doctor. I paid $10 to do this. <laughs> <laughs> like, like somebody that rides on, around in a police car. <laughs> can, I, can I do the siren? Can I make the first cut? How do you trust me? <laughs> I'm sampling your heartbeat for a song. <laughs> <laughs> it's arrhythmic. I like it. This is fun. It doesn't go boop, boop, boop. Um, yeah. Heart disease is just... Um, it's a, it's bad news bears. I think everybody should, um, quit smoking and go for a walk. That's my suggestion, but not too fast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, thank you guys for listening. Um, I, I mean, honestly, if anybody, I'm sure statistically, at least some of our fans have had heart attacks. Um, I mean, I would love to learn, learn more about it and anything that you found, um, interesting or you were shocked about about how it's kind of taken care of you can write to it i also want to know if you have any knowledge of the whole hearing uh smoking connection oh yeah let's bring our googles into this so um yeah write to us at two non-doctors at gmail.com that's two two forward doctors at gmail.com are you gonna just i was getting there no no there's too long of a pause (laughs) uh Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. (laughs) That dude has my face.